0: This is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I'm Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Uh Hail Hydra, I'm Seth Offenberger.
1: Boo, You're not Boo. Captain America. Boo.
0: Or do you denounce your love of Captain America? I'm
2: fine with it. His loyalties lie with Steve. He's a he's a bad influence. <laughs> I'm a, who, whoever. Uh yeah. Whoever Steve's following, that's <laughs> that's my new religion. <laughs>
0: So it's not Captain America; it's Steve Rogers.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. You okay. take me down; two more appear in my place. <laughs> well, there's we only have one. we
1: only have the one microphone though, so they're going to yeah. have to
2: share. <laughs> <laughs> That's their problem.
0: So why are we here this evening, gentlemen? Oh,
2: there's just so much buzz, buzz. We couldn't, stand, we couldn't, couldn't hold it in. Yeah. We couldn't wait a week. <laughs>
0: I was super excited because it just seems like things have flip flopped. I was like, yay!
2: What Michael's speaking of is uh, he thinks DC has the upper hand over Marvel. Is that what you're trying to say?
0: Right now we do. (laughs)
2: It's like
0: the first
1: time in five years, maybe. Yeah, there's been, I don't remember what website it is, but they have like a countdown clock, like people have at their work site. This many days since an accident. They had a counterclock. <laughs> this many days since DC screwed up something. And had like a yeah. PR nightmare of some sort. Yeah, so yeah, DC yeah. the last couple years has had a bad reputation. But finally Marvel stuck their foot in their mouth. So yeah. everybody's praising DC and, and, and death threats to Marvel. So
3: what great timing it was, too.
2: <laughs> so just a couple days ago, we recorded uh, the big midnight release of DC Rebirth and the Steve Rogers Captain America comic and... It was a big deal. We did a lot of interviews with customers that came in, and it was a great time. We had trivia questions, people won prizes, got lots of free stuff here at Asylum, and deals, and you're going to get to hear all that in the next episode, but because of all this breaking information we got from these comics, we're going to talk about them and get this episode out to you while everyone's talking about it.
1: Because our finger is on the pulse.
2: That's right. You're begging to know what we think, and we're and we're (laughs) dying to find out too.
0: Well, I was pleasantly surprised because my dumbass was surfing Facebook before I had read Rebirth because I was in the middle of things, and I was like, ah! I thought like I had saw a spoiler. You you mean you finally
2: got Michael K. Easton? Yes, I did. He did. did. That that happens to all of us. He had the copy
3: in his hands. <laughs> and then somehow before reading it, spoiled it. Here's what happened,
0: people. I had to use the bathroom and I had my phone and I was like, Facebook on the toilet. And I was like, oh shit. Is Literally, this shit
2: you were going to do? No. That comes later. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, I think I got spoiled this week of uh, the ending of The Flash when a certain, someone, certain, someone puts on a certain costume.
0: Yeah. I don't know if it
1: was you or not who shared it or no. liked it, but. No.
0: I like Wednesday morning. I think before I could watch it, somebody had already posted the picture. That spoiled it. That spoiled it for me. Also, I someone tweeted a picture, and I was like, "Christy, we have to go home and watch Flash right now because we were out and about." And she's like, "Why?" It's like I can't tell you. We just have to go watch it. Um, but thankfully, the surprise that was spoiled to me was not the surprise. So okay, okay. I, it was it was truly an oh shit moment.
1: So we are going to spoil everything, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah okay Definitely. so you can
0: call us the anti-monitors or we're something. talking
1: dc rebirth one shot and captain america steve rogers issue one so if you haven't read either or both of those or come neither, to asylum
0: comics right now and buy them <laughs> tomorrow preferably
1: so yeah we are going to talk about them we're going to give you our responses and we're going to spoil major plot points so you'll know, come yeah. back to the episode later. Or or I do that all the time.
2: Peril. Somebody's going to spoil something. something I haven't seen yet. I save that podcast and listen to it afterwards. You can do that, or you can just if you can't stand it. Hear it now. You probably already read, already read it, and you're listening to this
1: because I gotta say, when I was reading these, I was definitely thinking of you guys, as I often do. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I am like <laughs> whenever you're of, awake, yeah, yeah. One of the biggest Captain America fans I know, and a couple of the biggest classic DC continuity fans I know. I my. One of my first thoughts was, oh, what are these guys going to say about this? Those (laughs) crazy guys and their opinions that they had. (laughs) But I did want to mention uh, Justice League number 50, which I think they warned you to read before you read Rebirth. Yeah,
2: and that's the first thing I thought was, "Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going for it. I dove right in. So so we're spoiling that too? Uh,
1: I'm going to bring up – I won't spoil the main plot, but the one – I said this would have been the most talked about comic of the week if not for these other two massive ones so yeah justice league 50 months and months ago uh it's this uh, the dark side war storyline is going on and your favorite heroes have been turned into these gods of apocalypse mm-hmm. like superman was the god of uh, strength. strength and uh so batman became the god of knowledge he was sitting on the Mobius the Chair. The Mobius Chair. Mm-hmm. So he had all knowledge at his fingertips. And what's the first question he asks? What's the Joker's real name? And he gets the answer. Did the chair
0: flash- go, what's Joker? Eventually.
1: <laughs> but so he gets a flash and says, no, that can't be. It's impossible. And it was a cliffhanger. And they let us hang for four or right. five months as Justice League was late and <laughs> getting pushed back. So finally they said, in issue 50, you're going to get the answer to what Batman heard. So I was hearing you know, for weeks, because this book has been so late, when's that coming out? When's that book that tells Joker's name, when's that coming out? And it finally came out this week, which I said would have been <laughs> big news if it hasn't been buried by this other stuff. So what was it? Uh, <laughs> so Batman's sitting there talking to Green Lantern, and he's like, which they had gotten to a little bit of which a... Which Green
0: Lantern? The oh out, gosh. They got into a little bit of a uh,
1: tiff while Batman was all gauded out. And... Uh, <laughs> Got it out.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: so he says, "Well, what? What did you? What did you find out?" It says, "Did you find his real name?" I said, "No." It said, "There are three jokers."
2: Ooh. And Hal
1: says, "What's that mean?" And Batman says, "I have no idea. <laughs> I was freaking joking." <laughs> yeah. So, and there was a picture on the back computer of like the old forties. Yeah, the classic, classic funny clown, Prince of Crime. And there was the sadistic Brian Boland, Killing Joke Joker, and everything in between. You have just kind of a montage of all these faces. And I think they're trying to say the Joker's either been more than one person, some kind of reincarnation. Like, there are different versions of the Joker. Mm -hmm. So where that story plays out from here, I have no idea. But it was kind of odd. Very interesting. At least one of my customers was very mad when he's like, yeah, yeah, all right. let me." I was like... Warning he doesn't he's like are you kidding me are they going to jerk me around he
2: <laughs> was not pleased but... so anyway we were let's just start with rebirth that's the biggest thing it reminded me of when I mean has there been something like this since Countdown to Infinite Crisis that's the last last thing I remember like the one shot that everybody got and I loved it uh, I, I don't I, think there's been anything this good that's what I mean this yeah. was the big well, I was thing. gonna
0: ask what happened in Superman 52 because they said read that too is that where
1: he he's been dying the last couple issues trying to find a replacement to you know take care of things and he basically turned to ash or like vaporized so it's like ah oh, there's been all this Superman dead question mark so there's no body or anything so they could if they want to bring the new 52 Superman back at some point. Who knows? But yeah, I I just kind of skimmed that one because I haven't been reading that story. Obviously, Firestorm
3: from Legends of Tomorrow popped in and (laughs) transmuted him because that's what happens.
2: (laughs) Unsuccessfully, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I want to know when you guys saw the first page where you tipped off. That's what I
0: was going to ask too. Did anyone catch that right off the bat? I had no clue.
1: I did think... That's kind of a cliche. Talking about watches and clocks. like That's been done before.
2: It was the perfect nine panel. Mm -hmm. I I, I mean, when I saw it, I thought Watchmen. But not seriously. I I never thought thought anything except maybe, oh, it's an homage or something. But it never dawned on me again until the end. Yeah, I just expected it was Wally West talking. I didn't even think about it. So go on. You guys are... (laughs) The experts here, I want to hear what happened (laughs) as I read it. Well, I
3: mean, first of all, everybody, of course, was just excited because it was Wally back. and It was
2: Wally Wally. Yeah.
0: I have been so upset ever since Wally left the DC Universe because I was there when Barry died during the original crisis. I was there when Wally took the mantle of Barry... And became the Flash. Like there was a point in time where he completely stopped being the Flash altogether. And
2: now I want to say point out something for a second. You after the other night when we did those interviews, uh, I I think that I just feel like there's leagues of us out there who have been there all these years, reading all this stuff. And then we had all did all those interviews, and so many of these people new readers are are new readers, which which is great. Yeah. But I was surprised that that, you know. how many don't have this history of that knowing is why
1: this I stick up for the new fifty two because it worked
2: yes when did. they
1: did the new fifty two new readers came aboard people got excited it sold a ton of books mm-hmm. now I think it went too far with continuity yeah. and it did it lasted too long and they but it, it finally it failed. Gave a, it
3: eventually failed it gave a um Absolute jumping on point exactly. for a lot of people.
2: Yeah, and a lot of they, like say, oh, every few issues, there's a new number one, but not like that. Yeah. That was a complete restart, you know, across the board, and it brought. I mean, at least two people we interviewed that was when they started reading. Yep. And I that was. I was. I was like, okay, that really worked.
0: And it's almost like the original crisis when they restarted everything over. Some things they fixed. Some things went over really well. Other things didn't. Exact same thing happened in Zero Hour when they tried to reboot it again. I mean, were you old enough? Do you remember any controversy? I mean, fandom was is
1: very different today than it was then. But, <laughs> I mean, do you remember people up oh, Zero Hour, they've ruined DC forever.
0: I'm boycotting. Like I, Zero Hour was in the 90s, and they didn't change too much. It was more about fixing some of the stuff that didn't work with... Like Hawkman and Hawkwoman, there's always been yeah. screwed up with their origins and paths and characters, and that was the main thing they tried to fix with Zero Hour, and of course that's where Jack Knight, Starman came out of, which is one of my favorite series of all time. But I don't think there was any controversy because it hadn't been done since Crisis, and that was like over 10 years ago, so there was a nice gap. Whereas it seemed like you know it gets more controversy because DC seems to be booting more and more often. That's what, I don't
1: know if there were big Silver Age fans who felt betrayed. Oh, no, I'm sure there and, was, and I'm never reading again because you've taken away my character, block, character XYZ. Yeah, there. like
0: well, when the original crisis happened, I was still a little young because I collected them after they had already sold print. They were kind of my holy grail of trying to find them when I was a little bit older. Uh, but, yeah, I'm sure there were, there had to be controversy because it wiped out everything prior to
2: so when did Wally stop being around?
0: um it was during a teen Titans like he lost his powers and just couldn't run like there was i I don't remember the exact' it was it was kind of right before I was collecting, but during um crisis. He was able to run, but he wasn't able to run as fast as he used to. And so during his series, he got faster and faster. And and actually, you know, with Mark Wade writing, um, like basically, Mark Wade created the speed force and all the attributes to it, um, that we see so, so often is from Wally West Flash and Mark Wade. So th- that's been, I wasn't happy when Barry came back to life uh, because in the Silver Age, he was kind of a one-note character. I mean, I definitely like um, Jeff John's take on him and how he did the rebirth of Barry and the storyline, and that all worked, but it just negated Wally's West character. But
1: that, but, and then now Wally's going to negate the new Wally.
0: Yeah. So that's, yeah. Uh, that's
1: always my problem with the, these legacy characters. <clears throat> They're always going to bring back the original you know, John Powell Valley is not going to take over for Bruce Wayne. Like they always come back and then they want both characters around. So you have multiple green arrows and multiple. You know, Cause somebody whoever. started
2: with that new. Right. Character. Yeah. So they're, yeah. They're, That's no, somebody's favorite. Yeah yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. There's fans out there who are going to demand they come back. You know, when Hal Jordan turned evil and then died, there was the, how's emerald attack team there was a whole letter writing campaign and the you know this whole thing oh yeah there was he was was coming back at some point it could take a decade but and so now you've done that with new 52 characters you've introduced new characters you may have changed races or changed sexes and so there's a whole new continuity beyond legacy so now that now there's wally west and they literally call him the other wally west in this book So he's never going to be the hero, you know. know, They're going to be two Captain Americas, but they're very different. Like, these are two kids both named Wally West. When they describe him as cousins or something, like it was a little bit convoluted to get around to it. It
0: seemed to me, though, that our Wally West is older than the other Wally West. At least, like, I mean, I could be reading too much into it, but I'm thinking that he's more Yeah, he, he looks older. Because he should be the same age as you know, like Dick Grayson and the rest of the Titans. So is he going to be
1: Flash and Kid Flash, or you know, I but think Barry's
0: still the regular Flash. So who is Wally going well, to be? Uh, the Streak. I don't <laughs> know. I'm sure that's what I'm. I'm sure they'll come up with some kind of new name for him, which I'm, I'm okay. I'm with. not convinced. <laughs> but I think that the the other Wally, well, I'm going to call him Wallace. Wallace is going to be the Kid Flash. Or maybe uh, Wally will be Impulse. Oh,
1: they haven't used the Impulse name. That's still out there. But yeah, I'm sure there's Bart Allen fans demanding, "Where's Bart? Bring Bart back!" So
0: we're all screwed. I mean, for all the good things, I mean, we're just nitpicking (laughs) some of the
1: the the the, you know this was like 60 pages of twisting continuity into a pretzel and like making it work Mm, and trying to well, this happened, but this also happened. But here it explains this. Like it was kind of a mess, but I think. Once you get past this issue, you can just kind of forget it and just mm-hmm. tell new stories. What hopefully. I
0: thought was really funny about Rebirth was I really thought it was going to get hardcore meta, and the main villain was going to be the DC staff at one point.
2: <laughs> yeah, Does when they like said was, someone took yeah, ten years yeah. away, I was like, "Yeah, it was <laughs> the writers, <laughs> the uh, dreadful
0: Didio." Yeah, I, I,
2: I was waiting for the
0: fourth one. I to seriously come thought out. they were yeah.
2: just—they were just. Po- poking fun at the you know themselves i was like
3: i well, didn't realize I mean, they were
2: really going to come up with a, a villain
3: <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's completely how i read it was just a big apology letter like hey guys we know we screwed up right let's try this yeah, they weren't even trying to mask that it no. was just like yeah things aren't as good as they used yeah. to be like it's <laughs> yeah. just flat out which is i mean the, the perfect move to make because that's all anybody yeah. wanted to hear
2: yeah they
0: certainly showed all their scars
3: i wanted that excuse
0: anymore it's just okay here
3: it is we you know we know you don't like it so
0: i gotta say i love the dc universe rebirth and i sucked it up like there was no tomorrow and i am so freaking pumped for the new dc and plus i love they did a new logo Last one sucked. I was gonna
2: ask people that too at the yeah. when we were interviewing. and I forgot to no. is what people think of the new logo. The only thing what it do needs you think of the new logo? it
0: needs a star on it. Like yeah, there's I always can, been stars yeah. in it. Forever. Yeah, I, agree.
2: I like the I like the font. You know, it's but I
0: hated the damn band aid freaking font. I was mm. so dumb. <laughs>
2: mm. Yeah, I well from my perspective of reading it, I loved the flash stuff. I loved, loved, loved. When he think when he says Wally and grabs his arm, that was so awesome.
0: Oh, that was great.
2: I mean, I know that's everybody's favorite moment in the book, but as a you know outside DC fan, I I just I fell in love with that. I was like, this is so good. Now, like you said, the convoluted continuity. I give them some (laughs) leeway there. They they were trying to stuff a lot into this issue, and a lot of it, I had no idea what was going on, but I. I'm not well, sure that DC fans had a whole, had a real grasp on what was going on in some of it.
0: What I was confused about, unless this character has popped up somewhere else before, is why did Kid Flash go after Johnny Thunderbolt? Because I really thought that old man was going to be Jay Garrick. Like in the old folks' home, and he's oh, yeah. trying to get him to remember. I was trying to think, like, why did he go after him?
1: Well, I think it's more, it's less plot and more... Setting up JSA. Exactly what it was. The Legion and all these other things they just kind of
0: hinted at.
2: So they're going to bring back some JSA members or something?
0: Absolutely. Definitely the Legion of Superheroes with Saturn Girl being interviewed or questioned. And I did not know all these characters were like, I'm going to call them real (laughs) life. You know, like Ryan Cho and Ted Cord and
2: I, I don't. Yeah, I felt I wasn't going to ask that, but <laughs> <laughs> now that usually you're, you're like you didn't know. I was like, what What's up with Ted Cord? Cliff has wow. he showed
3: up at all <laughs> prior to this? I don't believe so. Yeah, I think it was yeah. just a blatant it was glazing. We're listening over to that, you know man. we're we've heard you complain for years about killing off Ted Cord, and you know. Here he is. Here he is. No big comeback. <laughs> they oh. also
1: mention Gene is a lot. They're just divorced. Yeah, yeah. So is that another just kind of out of nowhere, boom, she's just back now, just like Ted is. Yeah. Well,
0: and also the Dr. Fate that showed up, like, I thought he was in a hoodie right now, and this looks like the full-fledged Dr. Fate that's in there. Well, yeah, well, the I new think we moved again. on from all that other stuff.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, are they going to try to integrate some of these new 52 characters? Because we saw uh, – What's her name? The, the lady in Scarlet that started the whole new thing, Oh, too. Pandora.
3: Pandora. But yeah, I was really surprised she was in there.
0: Yeah. And did anyone else catch the Watchmen reference there? Like, before they got to the end of the book? How's that? I did not That's, catch... This is panel to panel exactly how Warshak died in
2: Watchmen.
1: Oh, like getting vaporized?
0: Yeah. Like, it's from panel to panel, it's almost identical.
2: And this, and this one guy, they're calling... He says, call me Mr. Oz. Yeah. It's a Ozamandius. Well, he's reference. apparently been
1: popping up in Superman books recently, like watching Superman and, and giving him cryptic warnings about the future. So that that's not his first appearance, but mm-hmm. this would have been the first well, time. They're, you you know, basically,
2: they've been, I think they've been planning this for a while. <laughs> so explain the ending to me. Like, what are we, are we supposed to think? Dr. Manhattan... I, first of all, did,
1: was anyone spoiled in any way? No. No, No. not to that effect. I Flipping to that page, Batman holding that button. Yeah.
2: I, I, was, just I like, was just
1: like, what? I was Because <laughs> it, in a million years, I never would have guessed or
0: thought they'd go that way. I, I don't know. Well, they've I, always I
1: been
3: separate. It's always
1: been a yeah, separate it's universe. it's a whole
0: different well, thing. Well, not the fact that you, like, you posted on Facebook about it, and I was like, Oh whatever. He's hyping it up. And <laughs> he's got a comic book store. Yeah, <laughs> I was like
2: eh. I read it and I was like, "Holy shit." That's like it was a true, yeah, true I mean, moment like. They they definitely were like, "We what where, where can how far can we reach to come up with something to surprise people?" Well, that was the right direction. Yeah, you know, I don't
1: I, blame you being cynical cuz all the press was, "Don't let it get spoiled. Don't skip to the last page. You'll never get which you hear that all the time uh, right. in comics. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, all right, what could they possibly do? Who would I bring back? Some dead character. We'll just, oh, I'm back alive now. And that's say, what okay. I was. Yeah, that's why everybody it's was like, expecting. Whoa, 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 what? It was, yeah. It was, it one, was one of the few awesome. moments I've ever had like that reading a comic. And I don't know if I liked it or not. Like, I'm half disgusted and half yeah. excited. And yeah. I don't <laughs> know what my opinion yeah. was. It was weird. Don't mix
2: your, uh, <laughs> mix your superheroes with my Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely intriguing. I definitely want to see where it's going. But are are they saying they take the time well, to go through there and insult themselves like this person stole uh 10 years of your you know our lives and it's it's, it's us but we've got a big blue swinging dick. <laughs> 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 well,
0: and that's what they're saying is that from what I've read, I don't know if you have it in your notes, but who the Watchmen characters. I did a little research. And they've been hinting at
1: who it could possibly be. Yeah. and
0: lay it all out. Is this well, out? it's like the new characters that are shown up in the Batman uh, title. Gotham, and I don't know what the girl's name is. I don't know. But they're supposedly, I that's Night Owl and Silk Spectre. Mm. And they're saying the comedian is one of the three jokers. Right oh, around. yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah. And, of course, you mentioned Oz and rorschach would be the question, the question. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah which i'm right. being positive can i gripe Yo, you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <please. laughs> i don't like that i don't i don't like these characters alan moore asked to use those charlton characters in the 80s his storyline was about blue beetle right. and the question and uh, yeah it's, it's strange and dc's like no no you'll ruin these characters making them twisted and dark and and killing half of them we're not going to let you ruin them. make up your own characters and now we've sort of gone you know 25 30 years and they want all those characters into the DC universe and i i have a problem with like the authority and the wildstorm characters being in the DC those are like parodies of the justice league yeah mm-hmm. and i seeing them integrate into the DC universe doesn't work for me every time i see him i'm like well, yeah, he's just a parody of Superman or a parody of Batman, and I don't like that. So, I seeing the comedian hanging out with Blue Beetle or whatever, like, it's not going to work for me. Uh, I can't, I can't imagine it's that. It's going to take
2: you out of the story. It's not. It's then it's a story. It's no longer, you know, you can't get deep into it and feel like you're reading anything other than a, a fan fiction.
0: <laughs> I'm a sucker. I'm just going to give Jeff the. I'm just going to go with it and see what happens and how no, it goes out. Think, you got to
2: be positive. Yeah. I, you know, We don't really know where it's going. I, I on, but I, I'm I, just I... too pumped for
3: it to derail yet. <laughs> I am too. The only thing that I'm really worried about about it is I know Jeff Johns is now going to head up this movie universe to correct it because that's what Jeff Johns does. He just, yeah, he's
1: sort of leaving other people his mess.
3: Yeah. So he started <laughs> it and then we're going to dump it on everybody else while he goes and plays movies. So I, I don't know if I'm real comfortable like if I knew Jeff Johns was going to be there through the whole thing I yeah. would be like oh yes it's going to be fine I, I'm not worried about any of this he will fix it
1: yeah I, for a thing we're talking about how meta this was that you know you're thinking about DC behind you're thinking about editors not a villain but then you have to think back to the 80s and all these problems Alan Morris had with DC as a company and you're gonna parade his characters back out and use them. He does not want this to yeah. happen. He should own these characters, and was led to believe he would eventually own this story. And so, when you're looking at it from this meta perspective, you, you knowing this behind the scenes stuff, it's a little harder to enjoy. Like, yay! I said, <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. Like, will it ever hit a point like where they they got Shazam? From Fawcett, you with know, lawsuits right. and all kind of stuff now he's just part of the justice league yep. you know none of us are old
0: enough to remember like ah, i remember shazam should be a different character well i'm not yeah you're right but i know shazam very well i know <laughs> captain marvel i went back i read the books at the library and i know watchmen just
1: as well you're right so you I, I know I, you know Watchmen. As, you both do as a huge fan of watchmen I don't want to see it sullied in that way and before Watchmen was such a bomb who's like i don't know who yeah. thought this was a good idea because this book this read this one shot was so perfect for the first 90 percent in doing what it wanted to do bringing back continuity mm-hmm. classic heroes making everyone forget how mad they were at the new 52 and they having starfire
0: it. clothes yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought you'd
1: be anti-pants
2: <laughs> not for Starfire. Okay. Not with Starfire. Are you like her father or something?
0: I feel like
1: it, young lady. You're not going out with the Teen Titans just like that. But yeah, it's it did all that stuff, and then it threw such a curveball at the end by not doing that stuff and be like, we're going to mess with continuity yeah. again. Well, it just it didn't. Jive we're going to
2: blame it
0: on Alan Moore
1: instead. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, when I saw the
2: button, I was like, wow, okay, something I know. What you know, Watchmen. That's that's cool. And then I thought. I was trying to imagine an even more disgruntled Alan Moore out there somewhere. <laughs> I was like, this, he, he cannot be happy about this.
0: <laughs> Can but we yeah, make if, him any angrier? <laughs> they're going to try.
1: But yeah, it, there was no demand for this. Like, correct. The four Watchmen, both critically and sales wise, did not do well. Like, if that had come out and people were like, yeah, awesome, more Watchmen, like, and even the movie, it's sort of people like it and it's fine. But give, like,
2: give me thirty it, seconds on before Watchmen. What the heck was it?
0: Was it was a prequel, right? It was a prequel series. The only one that was good was the Darwin Cook one. Yeah, that one was very <laughs> good.
1: But there was a yeah, there was a Minutemen story set in the forties, starring all the characters that were you know the first wave of heroes dollar bill and mothman Mm -hmm. and that was great because it
0: to me reminded me of watchmen with the setup and payoff in certain ways so it
1: was its own thing and then there was you know a solo series with each character comedian Mm -hmm. Rorschach, dr manhattan each of them had a solo series and it was hyped beyond belief oh i remember but half the people like if you had a deep love for watchmen you kind of felt obligated to not want to read it
2: that's, uh, that's exactly how I felt
1: and then if you didn't have that level of Watchmen you weren't interested anyway right
2: so the, the who was, was just, it for there was
1: no audience yeah. there for it and I still look your dollar bin
2: behind you there are still yeah. issues of before <laughs> it Watchmen it seemed like there was it. so much of it too if it had been one series I might have felt like I'll pick this up yeah, just, Like
1: just that Minutemen series mm-hmm. I think would have got critical acclaim yeah. mm-hmm. people would have been interested but they just they dumped a dozen miniseries it was almost like a cash grab, and, and it just it didn't work. Which you know, Watchmen is an evergreen title. It's 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 like a classic that'll last yeah, this, beyond any yeah. of us.
0: Not to mention, like Watchmen were two people doing it. It wasn't this whole group of people that all had these different ideas and concepts.
1: Two people who have very recently gone through the stuff all our heroes of old. You know, Jack Kirby lost his. You know, he mm-hmm. he doesn't own those characters. But, you know, that's the old days. That's the old... This was in our lifetime. Yeah. These things, these battles are still being fought, these lawsuits. And I I find it very hard to divorce the two. Like, these are not corporate characters to me. You know, DC owns Batman. Bob Kane doesn't own Batman. There's been 500 writers put their fingerprints on Batman. Two dudes created Rorschach. Two dudes! Two dudes. (laughs) And they should own it. And it's hard for me to, you know, being a creator myself and... Really believing creators' rights, these aren't corporate characters, and it's hard for me to see them, you know, being put through this ringer like how did they never
2: have the rights to that from the beginning?
1: The contract was as soon as it went out of print, within like six months after it went out of print, rights would revert to them. It never went out of print; it just kept making too good. They made it too good. Yeah, it was too good, so it never went out of print. So again, I'm I'm assuming a lot like. I all these rebirth one shot like I see no mention or reference to Watchmen whatsoever. It may or not a be. Storm. Yeah, it may not have anything to do with anything. It may be a tiny part of one storyline, or it may be the overarching point of all of this. I don't know. I don't know how big a deal to make of it. But I, as shocking as the ending was, and how cool a feeling that was, it was kind of replaced by an immediate. Ugh! Wait a minute. What are we doing?
2: Yeah, I think they. I feel feel like they needed that to get the buzz that they've gotten. I don't think just bringing Wally back was going to do right. it, and maybe somebody else at the end bringing someone else back. Yeah. You needed this to get everybody talking, but I hope you know where it goes from here. I'm a little scared.
1: It's also a little bit of a cop out, blaming Watchmen if you want to look at it meta wise. Like they keep saying, the universe got dark and dreary. We got to bring hope back. And they're kind of blaming Watchmen for that instead of blaming the editors yeah. and the New 52. Oh, it's no, it's, it's your
0: fault. It's not Watchmen's fault. It's all the stuff that it came wasn't after us. Watchmen. It wasn't us. <laughs> what I did find interesting was, if you're saying that it is Dr. Manhattan, that he's blue. And if you go back to the original Crisis, the character that created the multiverse was uh, from Oa. He was like a scientist, and he was also blue and in the uh there's this big thing that they've used over and over again where oh, they the show Spectre, the, the blue hand
1: I honestly thought that and that panel came to my brain of yeah the specter's hand and the the creators or whatever you call them hands so I'm like i I can see that yeah the retcon working,
0: so yeah, I am very curious as how this will play out
2: so overall, it was a success, I think we agree and Got the juices flowing.
3: Yeah, absolute first step in the right direction. That's the bottom line. I mean, I don't... Do I care that how Ted's back? Not really. I, I mean, as long, as long... Like we said, as long as you take it and do right by the character,
0: it's fine with me. <laughs> yeah. Although, like, one thing I did notice is in the picture in the back, what I can make of... Ted's costume—it looks like it's a cross between Blue Beetle and the original Dan uh-huh. Garrett Blue Beetle's costume. Hmm. So I'm curious to see that in actual, because it could just be it's so small you can't see. But so do you think they're maybe going more Charlton route, and it won't be—it'll be some mixture, less yeah. Watchmen, more Charlton. I'm cu- I, I'm curious, like it's there's definitely going to be some. It's going to be convoluted no matter what. <laughs> and DC so,
1: fans love being oh,
0: convoluted. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing a DC fan loves more than something being Convolum- all nudity. That's what they love. <laughs> That's how you get that nerd cut, man. You got to know it. Uh, yeah, if
1: it leads to good stories, awesome. That's all you should yep. want out of this.
2: Okay, now let's just move on to what Michael says is the loser of the week.
0: I don't say. I don't think it's the loser of the week. It
3: was I think just the internet said it was the loser of the well, week. It a lot more than that.
0: <laughs> I was shocked because I was thinking the free comic book day one that I picked up was going to be part of the story, and I didn't realize that that was brand new all on its own and had nothing to do with it. I did find out why. I, I wikipedia did Why Sharon is older. Yeah, because I just saw that today. yeah, because she was in the dimension raising dimension some, Z, raising yeah. that
2: kid, and time so, moves slower. Yes,
0: but I did like in the issue she referenced. Hey, next time you meet a cosmic
2: cube, yeah,
0: you do have a girlfriend.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that refer they referenced the cube multiple times yeah. in that, this issue. And there's a reason for that. I would say. say that's pretty much what we're dealing with here.
0: The one thing I wanted to bring up immediately, is has there ever been anything to do with Steve's mom in comics before? Like, I know she's always been a reference, but I don't ever remember her showing up in a story.
2: I can't think of one.
0: Because when he was, during that time, like, I think both of his parents were dead by the time he was trying to join the army, in the original version anyway. And he kept getting thrown out, but um... I was kind of, I was kind of weirded out about bringing up his mom and his dad, and, and you know, I understand the times and stuff. But I did
2: not remember any, ever hearing anything about his dad being abusive. Yeah, yeah that was like, I was like, Ugh. I mean, I may just be a bad Captain America fan here, but I just don't recall that. Yeah, yeah
0: I wasn't too, yeah, that's
1: never been a linchpin of his origins. No, there. no. I mean, his parents have never really factored into it. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. it, was, it was, to me, it was off-putting.
1: So okay, you guys both picked these up at midnight on Tuesday, so I assume you read it before you saw the internet outrage. Yeah. You? Oh yeah. Did yeah. you foresee any of the 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 flack that's happened when you uh, when you when you I, the, when you finished the book and set it down? Were you like, I gotta go to the internet and light some torches, or nah, were you just like,
2: I huh. I, I thought did, I, I did cross my mind that people probably aren't going to like that but i didn't think people were going to lose their minds about it to me it felt like i have felt multiple times in the past few months where someone i follow on facebook and admire and respect reveals themselves as a trump supporter yeah (laughs) the weirdest people and i was like oh okay Although we as a podcast are non-political,
1: we, we support <laughs> yeah, so, every yeah. possible view. Hell Hydra. <laughs> and, and honestly that's what I thought was going to be the controversy because they they basically gave Donald Trump's lines to the Red Skull. Oh, yeah. So this was a typical liberal comic book writer saying, "Oh, everything Donald Trump's saying is fascist and look at all these Nazis who support him." Oh yeah. I thought that's what was going to make people mad. Putting this, you know, talking about immigration and talking about the economy and talking about all the politics, the right-wing politics of today, and having them come out of the mouth of a Nazi.
2: Yeah, this is definitely a liberal-written comic yeah, so book. So I here. thought
1: that was what was going. I like if if I thought there was any hint of controversy, I thought that would be it. The the you know Steve being brainwashed or whatever. I'm not it sure there were
2: the the people out there were smart enough to <laughs> realize that that was what was being slammed here, you know, I, I, I'm not sure, I, I was surprised, definitely, at the end, and, and, but my first instinct was just, oh, this is interesting, you know, I'm curious to see where it goes, and then I was trying to figure out why, the thing is, it was not, not like it was written, like, this was his plan all along, it's like, he was really, he went after this bomber, he went, yeah i i'm very confused still i'm it's one of those obviously will it will be revealed the details of it later but it's got to be cosmic cube involved this has to be guys there's someone knocking at the
0: door (laughs) oh my god i thought i locked it yeah i don't know what that creeping is but anyway I'm Jack Flag and I'm here to say <laughs> I bust baddies in a major way. No I'm not ice cold, but I'm known to sacrifice. I'm just happy to be back in the club, you know what I'm saying? Peace out.
2: Uh, can we throw him out of blame? <laughs> <laughs> all I can all I know is I can picture him driving over here doing that. <laughs> I was, <laughs> yep, <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, I was with
0: Sorry to change the subject abruptly, but when I saw them pop out, I was like, "No, not Jack Flag." And they even referenced the boombox because I was like, "That's I." Even in the '90s, when I saw Jack Flag in his tri-colored hair and his boombox, I was like, "Oh."
2: Yeah, like, Marvel. Yeah. Like, they're, the three of them, Rick Jones and Free Spirit and Jack they're just sitting around reminiscing about all the stupid stuff that everybody used to do back in the 80s. Like, oh yeah,
0: you know when, like, Cap had his, uh, armor. <laughs> I, I, that's why I
1: really like the issue. Like, the, the ending didn't make me dislike the issue because I like, hey, there's some D-list characters we're bringing back that I liked all the dialogue. Like, it felt
0: authentic for, like, some, you know, some old washed up
1: characters and, I I, I felt really human in this
0: book. What was really strange to me was it seemed like the way it was written was like, they're trying to say Steve has been Hydra all along, but what Hydra is now is not the Hydra that he believes in. So it was like going back with the um, flashbacks with his mom and stuff. Like They've been setting
1: that that up in the the recent... Standoff issues. There's definitely two. There's the Baron Zemo Hydra and the Red Skull Hydra. Yeah. So there's been a faction kind of. It. So
2: which one is he affiliated with?
0: Better not be the Red Skull. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I think I'm not sure what what who yeah. is going to be revealed. Had any kind of control over? Was it Kobik or who? Who you know the the cube? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. And, man, Zemo was a twat. Like,
0: they, like he was pure comic relief in that issue. I couldn't believe. It was
2: very menacing, yeah. But. Yeah, I
0: expected a little bit more out of him. But he was written kind of the
1: same way throughout standoff, as just kind of a blustering. Yeah, you
2: know. no gravitas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of the controversy was the fact that we had two Jewish creators created this character, and now you're basically saying that he's always been the equivalent of a Nazi, yeah, and that is what blew everything up because there
0: was Nazi supporters during that era, like on American soil that people believed that you know they were doing the right thing, yeah, which um, not having that
1: background I, that wouldn't have occurred to me, so i you know I'm not gonna bash someone that feels that way, right. But it's not something that would have immediately jumped out to me, and yeah. I think it's pushing a little far.
2: It's just the thing. There's all, all the blow-up. I, I just, I mean, if anyone tuned in thinking we were <laughs> uh, jump on board with that, I, <laughs> I, I don't, you know, begrudge anybody feeling that way. Like you said, I just don't have that background, and I think it's a comic book. They have to have some twist to it. And this is not going to be a persistent thing. Which that... I just saw today
1: someone shared a panel from the 40s of Captain America doing the Sea Heil salute <laughs> that it was like he'd been brainwashed by the Red Skull yeah. and He's he's talking to Hitler. And he's like, why have you brought my greatest enemy to kill me? And he's like, no, he is here to help you and be a right hand man. There's even
0: an animated movie. Where he's brainwashed and turned into a Hydra Captain America so, yeah, or Red these, Skull, it's these, not a new thing. Yeah, Jack Kirby drew
2: stories where he was he yeah turned mean, into this, a Nazi. This is not anything new. Yeah. Uh, nothing is new anymore. And they, it's just it's again, it's not going to be forever. They'll you know, reveal at some point. They're they. Are definitely choosing their world. Oh, that's Steve. It's definitely Steve. You know, it's not, you know. But, well, it's similar, yeah, but it's
1: a similar flack that Superior Spider-Man got, minus the ethnic issues. But everyone hated that idea of Doc Ock taking over Peter Parker's brain. Mm-hmm. But some Except good for stories. Cliff Barnes. He but probably some, loved it. <laughs> some good stories came out of it.
2: Yeah, whatever. If, this, if it's going to be interesting, I'm all about it. it you know, even though... You kind of yearn, you finally got Steve back, and then this. Now he's got this costume I don't really like. Well, actually, I you was going to say. Boy, it just sounds like a. All these Marvel guys
3: talking about a very DC New 52 <laughs> kind of thing.
2: It, it, it. That, <laughs> That's exactly what I, I, it, I remember. I bet it does. When, when
3: the New 52 came out after a few months, I remember hearing all this stuff, the same. Complaints and,
0: and
2: excuses. I don't know what this guy, uh, this Nick Spencer, that's, is that yeah. the writer? What's I don't know what he's done before.
0: It, it's okay because in the fall, they're going to get their marble now again. So it will all be <laughs> fixed by then.
2: Uh,
0: but actually, I was going to say that I really enjoyed the art, and especially the coloring was top-notch. Like It really added to the line art, and because of the way it was done, I don't hate the costume as much as I
2: did before mm. it's all right i we're spoiled by the movies, like yeah. like you say that's over and over that costume. that costume is awesome, and that's what I want to see Steve in so it'll resolve they have to have all these stories, so that's why people buy the comics
1: now did anyone' cause I had so there's been the hashtag going around give Captain America a boyfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I forget. Yeah, we probably and should that. And now there's
1: been people were hearing oh controversial issue. So I had more than one person ask me, you know, they heard something about Cap One and everyone hating it. And they're like, did they make Cap gay? Like they weren't quite sure right. like, that these two controversies happened almost concurrently. So although I thought there was some kind of vibe with Steve's mom. Was very close to the that Hydra lady. I thought maybe that was they were uh, gonna be
0: sister scissors, <laughs> <or> sister sisters.
2: <laughs> Just oh, took a turn. So, I missed that panel. <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard that people thought uh, that was definitely that was what the controversy was going to be. Again, it's then...
1: blowing it out of proportion. It's yeah. not you know. There's always the pushback of, oh, you got to have an agenda to turn everyone gay. No, I think what the not everyone using the hashtag who knows what they want but it's just asking you know pointing out in a kind of a controversial way to get more ink more inclusive right they're not saying turn turn steve rogers gay or i'll never read your comic it's they're just saying making you think about these things
2: yeah this uh, i think it would be a mistake to take an established character who's had girlfriends throughout his whole life and have him change his sexuality you know his preference Mm -hmm. But it, it brings up the topic so that in the future, maybe when you create a character or a character has an ambiguous sexual preference, maybe you could take it in that direction and expose readers to this type of
0: I think they could make Rick Jones gay because they changed that character so much. Yeah. Like, whatever the, whatever the time is or whatever is cool. Like, that was actually off-putting when I read this and I was like, oh, he's a hacker now. Mr. Cowboy guitar playing. he used
1: to Wonder the Land playing harmonica. Like, he could
0: do anything with it. And, I mean, he was a rock star. And, I mean, it's just... every man. I was just like, okay, he's smart now. But, yeah, like, it's one thing for a character that has been the same throughout his entire life. Like,
2: since the the original character. uh, Because that would not not further education... To people that, you know, you're born like that. Well, like... You know, you, you, it would just make people think, oh, it's a, a choice and, and things. And that's...
0: Well, like they talked about...
2: Counterproductive.
0: Bobby Drake is Iceman. Like him being gay. And I don't mind that because it does go with the reality of people that had to hide them being gay all their lives and pretend... And Iceman's character was always, like, kind of the man's man when it comes to women. Like, he was always the cool cat and stuff, and he was always, like, projecting that. So, even though I have, like, you know, I understand both sides, but that, to me, seems more realistic of, you know, his younger version coming out because of today's standards. He's like, I'm gay. And he's like, dude... You just, like, ruined my secret. Now I have to accept it and let people on So I understand that more than saying, hey, Cap needs a boyfriend. And there's definitely
1: a, a wider problem in comic fandom because I don't think everyone's a bigot. If mm-hmm. you don't want Steve to be gay, you're a bigot. It's like, no, you. there are people who, their religion, they're not quoting the Bible anti-gay. Mm-hmm. They're quoting Stan Lee. Like, they're, they're, their Bible is Marvel Comics history.
0: Mm-hmm and
1: that's
3: that's important to them, so many people grow up with these characters and and you get to the point where you start reading a few particular characters to where you feel like you know this person inside and out, and then when they throw something out at and you, you have like more that,
2: ownership to them than yes. whoever the new young writer is mm-hmm. yeah i'm 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 curious how long before Donald Trump has a poster of Captain America now <laughs> <laughs> I mean, run with it. How many some more supporters will he get? Uh, this is if he if he can claim him. Uh, he's on my side too.
0: <laughs> but overall, I thought it was a good, a good
2: it's issue. Good. It's a comic yeah. book, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, they're the important. To us. this might be
1: completely changed within six issues? Absolutely. Although I did not want to throw out a guess about the woman. Who talks to Steve's mom? Ooh. Okay,
2: Sinclair is Sinclair. her last name. What's that mean? I, I thought The only thing I didn't. They Google popped it or into my. Name. I didn't either. But I only thing that popped in my mind was Sin.
1: Sin. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Yes, that it's some sort of time travel thing. That, that Red Skull's daughter's named Sin, and she goes <gasps> back to the twenties to influence. You know, that's the. Would you kill Hitler as a baby? Like, could you turn Captain America right. as a young child? Oh, so that's that's, so I didn't good. think of it like that. Yeah, so that's, that's good. My, that's what I get. I
2: like that theory. I, that's she's she's got something to do with the cosmic cube. That makes a lot of sense. That makes me think that it's the Red Skull who has who's controlling this. That's good. But that I did great. think I did think it was some relation or something to her because of the obvious sin and thing. I, red
0: red color scheme. Right. Yeah. yeah. I never yeah. thought of that. And that see, that's yeah, interesting that to me.
2: I, I'm willing to see this story to its fruition, and I, you know, we can. I'm glad everybody's upset. Actually, more people buy it. It'll more people talk about it. And I
0: did research, like when I was looking up Sharon Carter, I did find out that she was actually the sister of Peggy Carter. That. Yeah, and I then was granddaughter as the. Years went on by. They're like, well, this isn't going to work. So then they made her the niece.
2: Yeah, that worked. Yeah, that's probably it, right? Yeah, we.
0: All I know is DC
3: one
2: <laughs> this week. And it, I will concede. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I honestly, I went home and I read the Captain America one, and I couldn't stay awake to read the other one. I read it the next morning, and I, I did the other I was thing. Just, <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. I know how that works. Uh, but. I yeah I, I enjoyed the the Wally West thing. I enjoyed the most of everything I read this week. You know when he grabbed his arm, that was the best moment in comics. Definitely this week. And so yeah, DC won. And best of all, what I
0: love is it's gotten people talking about comics again. We're not talking right. about the movies. Yep. Right.
2: We're not talking about the. comics. We didn't have to have any news this week. We just we're talk talking about comics. about
0: comics.
1: I said that was all day Wednesday because so often in the comic store all the talk is about oh who, it's the stuff we talk about who got cast in that movie and mm-hmm. do you watch oh flash finale what do you think's gonna happen and all day wednesday the only talk was about comics and that but it was that it was even more excitement and i said that i realized that that was getting kind of rare like we need more excitement in the actual comics
0: to get people excited and get get them coming back to the store and Reading more and more books. Okay. At the end of the day, did you sit back and open up a cigar, and you're like puffing on like, low back, baby. I put on a Jack Flag CD, cranked <laughs> up to 11. Some good vibrations. All, right, all I got to say is if they ever put Jack Flag in a movie, it better be played by Mark Wahlberg. That's all I'm saying.
2: Well, they, Yeah, they reference yeah. good vibrations in that.
0: So is that it? Is that a wrap? Yeah, it's quite a week for comics, guys. Quite a week for us. Yeah. What a way to kick off summer! (laughs) Hopefully, this means that it's going to be a good summer. So this is pretty cool so far. I'm pumped and excited. So as always, I am the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I'm Jordan Lowe, Cliff Barnes,
2: and I'm about to reveal my real name is There's three of me. (laughs)
0: who is the real set